All right, week 18. McMonagle's overnight picks. Right? Something like that. I haven't titled it like that before. We're going to do it now. We're finishing up. I can't stand it. Marco won the whole thing, and I can't stand it. We lost our train of thought here with the uh, the picks. I'll be totally honest with you. We were all over the place. Eddie decided not to work for a month, so Fliegelman was never with us. Then I was working in the afternoon. I did picks last week. Nobody else did. So this is what we're calling it for the season. Last week, but it doesn't matter. Marco is so far ahead that Marco is our season champion. Congratulations, Marco. You had one hell of a year, honestly. I mean, legitimately, one hell of a year. So that's it? We, we get towards the end, and all of a sudden, you know, 22, 23, 24 games over 500. Nobody yeah. wants to keep track no more. That's that's what happened. Did you keep track? Wait, you send me picks last week? I got it in my phone. I actually got the so date. Then, yeah, we're the... keeping track, but I think Marco had to have at least a 10-game lead, right? Yes. It's been two weeks. No, I don't know there's... if it was tw- – I'm somewhere between – No, there was no way he's losing. 22 and 24 games over 500, yeah, but no, I don't know the exact number. And me, and me and you were like no more than four or no, five. No, like we, we're neck and neck, but he, yeah. he cleared the field. Cleared the field. If we kept uh, postseason and he went on like a horrendous yeah. stretch for mm. the entire rest of the way, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't think there's enough games to be honest. Yeah. You would. You would have again. You would have to go like one in like thirty for the end. You won. Well, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. How many games are in right. the playoffs? Like I don't yeah. even know if there's enough games to be able to well, make I mean, up the next round. I'm surprised you're the one getting on me for not keeping track of the record because I gave the records a bunch and you mocked me for it. Uh, you mocked me. I didn't mock you. You mocked me. Mock so you. now all of a sudden you care about records? I, huh? Okay. I, I would like okay. to know. Look. Well then, do the math. Am I ever going to have a year like this again? Probably not. The answer's no. No, So I would just like to know. I'm curious for myself where I wind up finishing. That's all. Well, you finished in first between the three of us. Yeah, that's congratulations. That's that's not enough. Well, we both finished over 500. I went three and two the last two weeks. I forget what it was, but I was a couple games over 500. I'm a couple better than that now. But congratulations. I appreciate it. I appreciate all your insight. I get my I'm cookie fun, or no, something? Fun, no, you I think the real reason he stopped keeping track is I passed C-Mac and he doesn't <laughs> want to finish it last. <laughs> no, it's, I had to work Friday in the afternoon. That's why. And I had to make That's a hell of a run time. if you pass C-Mac. You were yeah, really behind. struggling I know he for a was while. On a run, yeah. Well, I had those two awful weeks early in the year, and yeah. then I had three great weeks in a row. Ah. Yeah. I think we were neck and neck. But I, and I did. I had two winning seasons. I went three and two the last two weeks, but I don't know what you did. I don't keep track. It's not my business. I'm not I, your daddy. I also did three and two the last two weeks. No, okay. I can tell you what I did the last then, two then weeks, you, but I don't know were. the record overall. Last yeah. Two weeks ago, I was four and one. Last week, I was three and two. But I couldn't tell you what the that's, overall that's record still, That's Whatever. Who cares? You won. It's not about how, how much you won. You won. Well, no, I'd like to know how much I win by. Then do that's, the math. That's Go I, back I, and I don't listen. have them. Right. Go back and listen to the last show we did. I gave out the stats. You know I did at least three or four times. All right, here we go. Week 18. This is a... A tough week always, and particularly this year. I mean, no one's playing. So we're going to do our best. You know how we do it. We do the two locals. We pick three other games. Uh, since Marco is our champion, he can go first. Go ahead, Marco. All right, so take three games. It's hard to pick some of the games that don't. you don't really know everything. So I'm going right. to try to stick to games that I have a little bit better feel for. Yes. First one takes us to Saturday. you got the winner-take-all, Texas and Colts. This one from the start, I love Houston. I know it's probably a little bit of a trap because they're only laying a, a point and a half and they're mm-hmm. on the road or in Indianapolis, but they're so much different with C.J. Stroud, and there's just something about them. And as much as I feel like everyone's on the Cleveland train of the playoffs, they're going to be the biggest problem for the Browns, uh, for the for the Ravens, and I know that's probably the case because of their defense and how great Flacco's. 
the Texans are a sneaky pain in the ass yeah. in the playoffs. They remind me of Jacksonville last year, where if they get in, they're going to cause some headaches for somebody. Wherever they see, wherever they wind up, whether it's within the division of Jacksonville falls on their face against Tennessee, the Texans, the first step is to get to the playoffs, and then I think they're going to be a pain in the ass when they get there. I like them to get there. The Gardner Minshew train ends week 18 in Indianapolis. Give me the Texans laying a point and a half. Bucks laying four and a half against the Panthers on the road. It's tough because I don't believe in the Bucks, and I don't really like Baker Mayfield, and mm-hmm. Todd Bowles always leaves you flat. How the hell do they lose this game, and how do they not cover? The Panthers want to go home. They don't want to be there. They get shut out by Jacksonville with C.J. Beathard at home. Yep. You got David Tepper throwing drinks on fans. Like They don't want to be there. That's part of it. And the Bucks, I can't imagine them laying an egg like this. And it's only four and a half. It's not like you're laying 12. Give me the Bucks laying the four and a half to win the division to go into the playoffs. The third one that's outside the locals, as much as I don't love to do this rivalry, on the road they're different than at home. I, can the Cowboys really screw this up? It's 13 and a half. It's a ton of points. And I know it's always tough with Washington. and One of the best, if not the best rivalry in all of Washington wants to go home. Ron Rivera knows. He's got, you oh. know, two feet out the door. Eric Bieniemy knows, like, where am I going? Where am I going to get a job? I know it's not here. Mm-hmm. I got to figure things out. Sam Howell's probably playing again. Like, there's nothing there with Washington. And the idea that they're going to be able to stop Dallas, I don't care it's on grass or outside. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that Dallas is going to lay an egg here in this spot to get the two seed with a win. So give me the Cowboys laying 13 and a half. The two locals, the Patriots own the Jets, Trevor Simeon. I know it would be typical for the Jets to win this game and screw up the draft pick and all that nonsense. Uh, Bill Belichick, one more game before he probably leaves New England. He'll get the win again. It's only a point and a half, which is weird, and that kind of scares me. But I don't care. Give me the Patriots laying a point and a half against the Jets, who another team wants to go home. The last one is the Giants, who's actually done a nice job of showing a pulse down the stretch. And you give Brian Dable and Wick Martindale a lot of credit, keeping them... Active, keeping their mind there and showing that they, the want is still there, even if the talent's not there to be able to do this. But I still don't see how they even stayed real close with the Eagles like they did the last time. Philly's a mess. We know Philly's a mess. But they're a mess to the NFL, not to the Giants. The Giants have a – they do nothing against the Eagles. Give me Philly laying five and a half against the Giants to end their miserable season. Nice. All right, Fleegs. All right, so the non-locals, game number one, I'm going to go with this game matters to one team, not the other, but the team it doesn't matter for, I think they're going to give you everything they have. That's the Titans getting three and a half at home against the Jaguars. Jaguars have been an absolute mess the last month plus. Yeah, they bounced back with a win over the worst team in the league last week. Trevor Lawrence has a bum ankle. He dealt with the concussion. He's got a shoulder injury. That whole situation is a little bit of a mess. I still think the Jaguars will win this game very late on a field goal, and they'll make their fans sweat. They'll get into the postseason, but this game is going to get ugly. We know how Vrabel and the Titans do when they're underdogs, when they're home dogs. I think they give you everything they have, and they keep this one really close. Game number two, I like the Packers in the win-and-in situation. This is just the way you pick this game is from the Jets fan misery meter. And it's been an awful season for the Jets. Everything has gone wrong. Rodgers hurt, four plays in. We know the whole story. 
the Packers have not been that impressive. They've played a horrible schedule. Their defense is bad. They're in the conference that is much, much worse. They're here because they're lucky and because of circumstance. But we're going to have to deal with the nonsense all year of all. Look at what happened. Jordan Love got into the playoffs. What Aaron Rodgers couldn't do the year before. You know, this year's Bears can't compete with last year's Lions team. But look at what they did in Week 18 in a game that matters. I think the Bears are competitive because it'll be funny watching them keep Matt Eberflus, who should be fired, keep Justin Fields, who should be traded, pass on Caleb Williams, but the Packers winning in at Lambeau, they get it done this time, and they win by more than a field goal. And the third non-local game, I love the Texans, but Marco went there, so I'm going to go to the other game that matters for both teams. That's the Bills and the Dolphins. I've been on the Dolphins all year long, but I have to jump off that train. There's too many injuries. I don't know what McDaniel was thinking last week, having Bradley Chubb in that game so late. You're down 30 points, and now you lost one of your best defensive players for the rest of the year into next year. I don't think the Dolphins get blown out at home. You know, they still have Jalen Ramsey. The Bills are not the Bills offense we're used to. They're not this aerial attack anymore. They've become a ground game team in the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. The emergence of James Cook. I think the Dolphins can keep this one close, but the Bills ultimately win it by... Between like four to ten points, I think they cover the two and a half, and the Bills win the AFC East, and the Dolphins continue their tailspin on the way to still a postseason berth, but not feeling as confident as they would have a couple of weeks ago. And then as for the locals, I'm with Marco. Everything in me wants to take the Giants. I think they're going to fight. I don't think the Eagles are going to have a chance to win the division. The Cowboys are going to take care of business. But something with Philly, they have to get right at some point because they're not going to be playing a home playoff game. They're going to have to go to the, yes, it's the South winner. They stink, but they're going to have to get things right very quickly, and they're going to try to take that out on the Giants, a team they always beat up. I think they handle this game easily, and the Eagles win it going away. Maybe the Giants keep it close in the first half, but the Eagles win big, and then this seems like the lock of the century to me. I, I don't understand how this line is one. You're going to pick the Jets, I, right? I, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, do, I, I don't understand how this line is one. I was all over the Browns last week. You, you guys, I didn't see. I don't think I saw either uh, one of you. Tell me the fact that people thought, oh, it's a touchdown plus the Jets can cover this game. <laughs> I, I actually was shocked the Jets scored at all. Uh, the Patriots have been playing tough the last couple of I weeks. Am. They look, have looked better. Bailey Zappi is an absolute joke. Trevor Simeon is not very good. I think the Jets had their last good performance, and it was for only half of the game, against the Commanders. I don't know how much they get up for this game. Whether it's Bill Belichick's game last game or not, the Patriots do not quit, and they don't lose to the Jets. I, I would lay six and a half in this game. Maybe it wouldn't go over a touchdown, but one and a half? Are you kidding me? I don't get it. Normally, lines like that scare the crap out of me. Not with this Jets team. Patriots win. Yeah, it's hard to disagree. And actually, Fliegelman, I don't even want to change my pick, so I'm not going to. We're picking every single game. We're on all five, obviously the two locals. All three, I'm picking the same games. Different teams on one of them. But anyway, oh, I'm... Thankfully. I, yeah, well, I'm with you on Tennessee. I love Tennessee at three and a half. Vrabel is a home dog. I pick him every chance I get. And you heard him screaming because losing sucks. That's why. Like he's he's he He means it. I agree with you that... Uh, what we've seen out of uh, Jacksonville, the quarterback, uh, Lawrence, is, is hobbled out there. I just don't I, – I love Tennessee in this spot. Love him. I, I just – this is the kind of game he gets up for. There, uh, could be uh, Derrick Henry's last game with the, with Tennessee. That's, that's plausible. But uh, Marco mentioned a bunch of teams that don't want to be there. Vrabel will not have a team that doesn't want to be there. I think they're going to uh, hold tight. Give me Tennessee plus three and a half. I'm going to go the opposite with you on the Bears, though. I love the way the Bears are playing football. 
I just really like since they traded for Sweat, this defense has been a top three, four defense in the NFL. They've been uh, much better, and obviously what Fields is doing. And this is their last opportunity for a team that seems to really want to be behind this quarterback to make an impression to keep him. He's got to play well. The team's got to play well. And I just don't trust the Packers. Give me the Bears plus three in Lambeau. I love the way the Bears are playing. And then Buffalo, I felt like I had to pick this game. It's the biggest game of the week. And I'm with you. I just don't think that every time, every single time, the Dolphins have an opportunity to prove who they are in this AFC. They do, and they lose. Uh, I, I think Buffalo is a better match for this team. I think the way they can slow the game down a little bit, run the football, uh, still make explosive plays. The quarter, uh, Allen and his ability to run, I think, I, I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, and I just think that they're better. I think they're tougher, and I think they're playing better football down the stretch here. And I think there's something to be said for a team that knows how to win this division. So give me the Bills in a uh, winner-take-all or, you know, winner-take-the-East uh, game. Buffalo minus 2.5 over Miami. I but- so hope you're right about that Bears game. Like, yeah. everything you said from a football perspective yeah. makes the most sense. This is just, again, I Jets fan you. ticked off at the world. I understand. And listen, this is a Giant fan ticked off at the world. They're covering this number. I'm telling you right now. They are going to make me sweat to the last freaking second of this game that they're going to have a chance to win this game against Philadelphia. And it will be the worst win in Giants history. It'll make me sick to my stomach that I can't enjoy it because I want to beat the Eagles. Of course I want to beat the Eagles. They're, they're the nemesis. But we know what's better for the team. I've done this all morning. I'm not doing it anymore. But I'm telling you. Plus five and a half. The Giants are playing decent football. Defensively, they are. Wink Martindale, a lot of talk about him. I think he's going to make sure this defense is up. I think the team's going to play well for him. And offensively, although I don't trust the Giants, Philadelphia's defense has been an absolute joke. It's just been an absolute joke. Uh, it could be Saquon Barkley's last game as a Giant. Like, I think there's just a couple of things where the offense will figure out a way to make some plays. Tyrod Taylor to Slayton down the field has been a staple of this offense the last few weeks, and Philadelphia can't stop anyone. They'll make a couple of big plays down the field. Saquon Barkley will make a couple of big runs. They are going to be in this game, and they are going to make me sweat it out and be sick to my stomach as a Giant fan debating whether or not I want the Giants to win. It's gonna, I'm telling you it's going to happen. So give me the Giants plus five and a half. And I completely agree with you, New England. This is an easy pick. New England nine, minus one and a half. It's New England against the Jets. There's nothing else to say. The Jets are awful. They, I agree with you. Their last good football was that first half. They got out to that lead. It fell apart in the second half of that game. And they have just absolutely given up. And so give me New England minus one and a half. That's easy. So New England minus one and a half. Giants plus five and a half. Tennessee plus three and a half. Bears plus three. Buffalo minus two and a half. The picks for a week 18. We'll come back and have a little fun with our take a chance parlay. The only negative about it is it's the last time of the year. We'll have to figure out a way to work ABBA into the show regularly because I don't think I can say goodbye. If you change your mind, take a chance, 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 take all right. Oh, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you, Ava. It's been the best part of my Fridays. Oh, how I'm going to miss you. Take a chance. All right, the Take a Chance Parlay. It's a little nonsense we give you. Three underdogs, parlay them all together, money line, and you take a chance. I still believe I'm the only one to hit it. I've hit it twice. No one else has been able to hit the Take a Chance Parlay, but we got one last chance. Although... You know, 
I'm not really thinking, am I? There are playoff games. There are multiple games in weeks. There's absolutely, I mean, it limits the underdog possibilities. I guess it's not much of a thought process when there's well, four I mean, games and you got to pick three, you get three of them. I mean, which right, underdog do you leave? Three of the four dogs. <laughs> Roll the dice. Yeah, no, that's probably the end of the take a chance parlay. All right, guys. I ahead. mean, you could do it with one. You can, instead yeah, of three, you can do really, one. It's I just guess. not much of a chance. You're just uh, taking an underdog. That's no, you could right. also do two. You parlay two dogs in the postseason. Not bad. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, we can figure out a way to make it. It's work. half right. the games. That, that's true. All right, take take a chance, Marco. Good. All right, I got the three games. Look, uh, I'm with you guys with the Titans. I actually like them to win the game outright. Mm-hmm. I didn't put it in the other ones simply because I had a feeling. I knew you were going to go after a Titans at home with a dog with Ray. Uh, I've, been doing I've heard it that thing for 18 <laughs> weeks. I knew it was coming, so I didn't want to throw it into the picks as well. But uh, I got it a works. feeling this is payback from last year, and the Jaguars are a mess. C.J. Beathard, whether he plays or whether Trevor Lawrence goes out there with the bevy of injuries that he's got, I feel like this is the trap spot for the Jaguars, where you expect them to win the game, mm-hmm. you win the division, you're going to the playoffs. It doesn't happen. They're going to be the dominant. Know that opens it up for a couple of teams to get in, maybe the Steelers, but I do like the Titans in this one on the take a chance. I'm with you on the Bears. I fell into the trap last year of just assuming the Packers at home, Aaron Rodgers, come on, how could you possibly not win this yeah. game to go to the playoffs? This is different because it's not Aaron Rodgers, but it's still the Packers at home. Jordan Love, who I actually kind of like more than I think most people do, how do you not win this game? The Bears have played really well, and the Packers are kind of limping into this one. Yeah. As much as we want to look at it and go, you're at home at Lambeau, that's not exactly the biggest home field advantage that it's been. This is not 1992. It's not exactly the same scary Lambeau that it right. was in the mid-'90s. I do like the Bears, and I do think that this is going to set it up. Fleek said it before. I feel like the Bears are going to set themselves up for some pain and misery going down the line because they're going to trick themselves into thinking that this eight and nine season yeah. is really what they need. And oh, we're just one piece. We don't have. We're not going to trade this away. We're going to get two pieces and we're going to move it on from here. And it's going to be a mistake. But that's for down the line. I do like the Bears in this one. The other one is weird simply because there's not a lot of games with mm-hmm. teams that you don't know what they're doing. Right. Chiefs are starting Blaine Gabbert, mm-hmm. but they're playing the Chargers. In L.A. with Easton Stick, with a Charger team that has quit because they don't want to be there, right. and they're happy. They they gave one for the Gipper with Staley gone. It was like, oh, let me get a, put forth a big effort. That's gone now. And I think the Chiefs, it's almost helpful in the fact of Mahomes not there. Most of the guys are going to play. I feel like this is going to be the game. This is a Kadarius-Tony game for me. Right. He doesn't have to worry about Patrick Mahomes staring him daggers when he drops a pass. He's just going to go out there and play free. He's also not going to have to run, I don't know, Great routes. Blaine Gabbert's just going to throw the ball wherever he throws, and they're going to do whatever they got to do, and they're just going to play free and easy. And they're going to win the game just because they're the Chiefs and they're better than the Chargers. And here all you need to do is actually get a win, never mind the points. Uh, To me, this is Andy Reid smart enough with garbage talent to still beat this terrible Chargers team. Mm -hmm. Give me the Chiefs. Fleegs. All right, we all know with with the Titans, I picked them with the points, so obviously I'm going to take them as game number one here. Second game. Give me the Cardinals against the Seahawks. The Cardinals had that big win. They could maybe have a letdown after what they did against the Eagles and let that be the end to their season, but the Seahawks kind of in limbo. I don't know exactly how much they will give you. I also don't trust the Seahawks. Geno's not that good. And Kyler Murray with the Cardinals, they've shown you a little bit down the stretch here. Yeah, I'm so tempted to do the Panthers against the Bucks, Week 18, Todd Bowles winning in, but I won't. Instead, I'll go to the other NFC South game because how typical would it be of this Falcons season yeah. after the egg they laid last week 
and I know it was in Chicago, but still, and how many games that they've just thrown away this year if they came back and beat the Saints in New Orleans on Sunday only for it to not matter because the Bucks take care of business. So give me the Falcons as game number three. All right, mine's very simplistic and very easy besides Washington because I don't think they have a chance. I just took the next three biggest dogs because I think the, the, the week is impossible to pick. I'm going to take my chances. I'll take my chance with the Browns at plus seven, the Giants plus five, and the Rams plus four. Plain and simple. Because I don't. the quarterbacks aren't playing. Same thing. The Niners aren't playing anyone. They're not playing for anything. I have no idea. Big I mean, Jeff Driscoll and Carson yeah, Wentz fan, are you? Why not? Sure. McVay might want to show how smart he is by beating the Niners with nobodies. I have no idea. I'm taking the biggest numbers. That's my take-a-chance parlay. I can't take Washington, but besides that, the next big three. So I got the Giants, the Browns, the Rams. Nice and simple. Thank you. And don't la- don't laugh. I'm the only one who hit it twice. 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 Where are you in the picks? At least second. I'm At fairly least? confident. At least well, yeah. First of all, there's three of us, and I'm pretty sure Fleeks has already said that he's probably passed you by now. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that though. Let's be honest. I get, I, I, I did the math. I know I passed. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get two points for coming up with the take a chance parlay music. So, all right, we'll see you in the playoffs. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.